Hello and welcome to the Moncast. As always, I'm Stevie, and this episode I'm joined by Cheeside236, who sniffled as I said that. Sorry, yeah, I, I sniffled a little bit. And the current score is 9-6 to Pokemon, and this time we'll be discussing the 16th episodes, 20,000 Digileagues Under the Sea, and for crying out loud... Starting with 20,000 Digileaks Under the Sea. Under the Sea. It does the recap, so you get the recap of episode 15, which has ninjas and stuff that you missed out on. You missed yeah. out on Robo Legs and Helicopter Feet. I, I was very, yeah, I'm like, what happened the last episode? <laughs> so there's, a, there's a lot going on. With, it's a uh, lot of nothing, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> just Chirimon, a Ninjamon, Shogun Geckomon was involved, something yeah. about waking him up, putting him to sleep, blah 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 blah. Yeah, it was filler episodes, you didn't miss much. Ah. Um, and this one jumps in with a shot of Mega Seedramon, which is good, because I like the Seedramon line, mm-hmm. and it looks cool. Which is funny, and- because we saw a regular Seedramon a few episodes ago. Yeah, so they seem to like the Seedramon. Mm-hmm. At least recently. And it just jumps straight into the, the life-draining situation this time, which is a yeah. really good change. I was just, I was quite confused. I was like, has it skipped a bit? Yeah. Like, nope. <laughs> this is actually where it starts. It's just, they're all trapped in this sort of underwater chamber where yeah. they're being circled by Mega Seedramon. And it's a really it, good introduction. It is. But at the beginning of the episode, I was like, wait, this didn't have anything to do with the recap. Did I just miss something like entirely? Yeah. And then eventually they do go like, and this is how we got here. And it's like, oh, okay. I didn't miss anything. It's just they <laughs> jumped, they jumped right to the to the middle of the story. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which is a, a welcome change, honestly, because instead of having five minutes of they're just in high school, they're doing school things, here's cute Digimon. Yeah. They just jump straight into the, the plot of this one, which is really good. Mixing it up even the tiniest bit is a, a good thing. Yeah. And and basically, the situation they're in is they are in the underwater chamber, and the air is draining out. Yeah. And then Cody goes, you're probably wondering how I got here. That is basically what he says. Pretty much, yeah. Wondering how I got here, or how this uh, happened. And the capture's all up to speed. Essentially, they're there looking for a digi-egg. Mm-hmm. And they get they go underwater to look... Um, not underwater, in this sort of, I guess, tower. I think it's a lighthouse or something. Yeah, it's Just, an oil uh, rig type place. That's what it is. And they end up underwater while uh, Mega Seedramon's attacking. It starts crushing it. Um, so it seals off yeah. all the emergency seals, and they get trapped under there. Which, and by the way... Yeah. Which, by the way, the Mega Seedramon has the voice of the Metal Seedramon from the first season, and it? it does. It absolutely <laughs> Mega Seedramon doesn't say much, but when it when he attacks, it sounds like like the surfer voice that Metal Seedramon had <laughs> from the that first makes me series. Happy. And I'm like, is it the same one? Probably not, but you know, it's a fun idea. That would be yeah. pretty cool if it was the actual Dark Master reincarnated. Reincarnated, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, hey, wow, you already made it to Mega Seedramon. Hmm. 
Now he's just a cool dude with a dark spiral on him. Yeah, poor guy. And so what they do, because they're all trapped under there, um, is they find that there's one escape pod. And mm. uh, Cody, who's the youngest in the group, has always had nightmares about drowning. So they all just immediately go, Cody, you should leave. Bog off. Actually, <laughs> they don't, because Davis tries to get out first. Yeah, Davis is like, oh, okay, I'll go. I'm like, really, Davis? <laughs> really? Yay. I mean, he's like super... Uh, selfish here, or I guess shellfish, but still, he's terrible. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I'll let it slide this time. And yeah, Davis is a bad leader. He's just like, I want to bail. <laughs> I want out. I want to live. Like, I want to be the one that die. gets. It's like, oh, Cody doesn't want to go, so hey, I'll I'll take the pod. Why not? <laughs> I mean, self preservation is a, a good way to lead. Yeah, but I don't know. A kid that's obviously terrified of water. Well, first of all, Cody's already a kid. And then you also have the fact that he's even terrified of water and you're still trying to just get out ahead of him. And yeah. I don't know. That's um, that's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, but Cody decides that he doesn't want to go because mm-hmm. he doesn't doesn't want to just give in to his fear and run away um, on his own. Yeah. Um, so they, they have this bit where they try and trick him into leaving by saying that they're going to draw straws, and if he draws one with the, the red the red bit on the end, then he should go. Of course he draws it, because they all end with a, a red bit on it. So they basically try and con him, and it doesn't work, because Cody yeah. is smarter than them all. Mm-hmm. He has a egg of knowledge, after all. Yep, he has a brain. So since the, the tactics of trying to outwit him didn't work, they instead just bully him, shove him in there, and send him yep. off on his own. <laughs> they could have just done that immediately. They're like, well, that yeah, didn't but- work. All right, grab him. <laughs> but nope, they have to try outwitting him first before they also, just straight up bully him into it. I, th- I mean, I guess you could say that it's because of the space, but I thought it was weird that they didn't send Armadillomon with Cody. Yeah. I it's kind of odd. Well. Like, you could have crammed you could have crammed him in there somehow, right? Like, wouldn't it be safer to have his Digimon with them? I don't know. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, uh, I've got in my notes as well. It just seems really irresponsible what all the other kids actually do. Sending the the one kid that's the youngest and is actually afraid of water out in the the escape pod on their own without any protection. Yeah. He's he's literally terrified of drowning. He's had nightmares about it. Right, yeah. (laughs) You can kind of... Sending him on his own out in the water. Yeah, you you can kind of see where they're coming from as far as the, oh, well, you're scared, so you should get out. But then it's like, by the way... Please make it to the surface. Please go and get help, and please come back because otherwise we're all gonna die. It's like, uh, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. No pressure. No pressure. Speaking of pressure, we're losing air pressure. Can you please go get something? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And um, so Cody ends up going back to the real world to find Joe because Joe has a water Digimon. That's yep. kind of his logic. Which is pretty good logic, because I doubt Agumon would be much help, um, or Garurumon. Any of the yeah. other Digimon, really. Yeah, they're all underwater, yeah. Or, yeah, they're right. all stuck underwater, so it makes sense to send the one Digimon that can go underwater. Yeah, which is good. Good yeah. thinking, Cody. Plus, it's Unfor- an excuse to find Joe again, which is always nice, because Joe's Yes, nice. unfortunately, Joe is, of course, busy, because always. Yep. He's taking a, a biology test, and <laughs> Joe's voice smells pretty funny, actually, just thinking about it. Because <laughs> Cody tries to ring him, and Joe's just like, hey, I'm not answering the phone, so I'm probably studying right now for my biology test. 
Uh, I think we're going to do pretty well on this. It's like uh, this molecular biology. Oh no, I've got to go study. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the gist of it. It's just, I've got to study for a test. I think it's on this one. Might not. He's just <laughs> studying. That's his life at the moment. Yeah, Joe's got a lot going on. Um, but Cody, um, I think he runs into his, his mum and his grandpa um, on the yeah. way back to the apartment or whatever. Which I can't remember why he was going there, honestly. Why was he going there? Or did he just bump into them? Well, he didn't know where Joe was, so he went to his house, I think, to call. And then when uh, he was leaving to go get him from the school, that was when he ran into them. I see. And... Um, <laughs> His mum asks him to do some chores, um, which is weird because he's an eight-year-old kid. Like, who asks their eight-year-old kid to do errands for them? Yeah, errands is a little weird. <laughs> a little odd. And Cody's just like, um, sorry, I've got I've got all the stuff I need to do, but I can't really explain. And yeah, his mum's like, why can't also, you tell me? It's also odd that they would let the kid just be like, yeah, I've got something going on. Bye. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you let him just go off on his own? He's eight. <laughs> Or well, whatever age he is. I forget how old he is. He's something like eight or, I don't know, maybe ten. I think he's eight. Yeah. Um, but Cody's grandpa just tells his mum to back off. No, tells Cody's mum to back off, not his grandpa's mum. <laughs> this is all very confusing. Yeah. Cody's grandpa tells Cody's mum to back off because it's better that he says nothing at all rather than just come up with a lie to try and explain what he's doing, which is a, an interesting philosophy. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> I'd rather just shut my ear holes rather than hear a lie. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Tell us nothing. Yep, that works. Interesting philosophy, Grandpa. You keep doing that. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's not the most responsible thing in the world, but oh well. At least Cody doesn't have to come up with some baloney excuse or explain that he's saving his friends who have digital monsters for <laughs> an underwater like cave-in that's going on or whatever. Right. Could you imagine trying to explain the situation? It's like, my friends are in a parallel universe. They've got the Digimon with them, but they're all trapped underwater. They're being surrounded by the sea serpent as well, and they're just running out of air. Okay, Mom, I need to hurry. I need to I, get my friend. I who feel I, like... Who it, I know through his monster friend as well. I feel like if Cody actually did say that, though, the mom would probably think, oh, you're playing pretend. Go have fun. <laughs> and then it would probably just let him go. Like, she probably, probably. wouldn't care. <laughs> like, she, oh, okay. You're playing. That's fine. Yeah, go ahead, Cody. Go have fun with your friends. <laughs> it's a bizarre show, though. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. So Cody, with this new life lesson from Grandpa, calls Joe um, and well heads off to school to try and get him out of his exam that he's taking. Right. And the guy at the desk is like, "No, we can't come out unless it's an emergency." And Cody's like, "Oh no, but it is an emergency, but it's not the type of emergency that will get him out of there." Oh no. Yep. And he has he has to do the thing his grandpa told him not to, which is tell a lie. Right. To get Joe out of there. And he feels really bad about it. And Joe's yeah. just kind of pretty cool with it because he's just like, oh, cool, man. Because Cody I, said that his, his dad his, was in hospital. Yeah. And so Joe's just like, oh, good. My dad's not hurt. That's good. <laughs> and he's just like, okay, what's really going on? And then they head off to the digital world. Yeah, they do. It's a good job the gate was still open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the gate just closed itself, they would all just stay down there and drown. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't that a happy thought? The happiest thought. Happiest Thank you. Thought. Just like, because the gate opens and closes when it feels like it could just seal them all underwater forever until they drown. Yeah. Or suffocate. The end. <laughs> It'd be so <laughs> hard to climb back to it. Uh, but um, I'm guessing during all this bit, there's a, a few cuts to the... The underwater kids, as I'm going to call them, because I can't think of a better name. <laughs> it's just, 
few cuts of them underwater, just being like, oh, we can't breathe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they just go a bit deeper into the, the massive oil rig and find the eggs at the bottom of there. And they're just like, we can't yeah. pick it up. It must be Cody's. <laughs> I love that moment. Because it's like, they have Kari try. And Kari's like, or Kari's like, oh, I guess it's not mine because I can't pick it up. And then everyone's like, it's Cody's. It's Cody's, did you? Like, none of you are even going to try? Like, nobody? No? Okay. We're just going to assume it's Cody's. Just because Kari couldn't pick it up. <laughs> like, what? I'm, I'm assuming that off screen, all of them tried it first. But it doesn't. For once, for once spared us watching them all trying to pick it up instead of filling for five minutes with that thing. Okay, you can assume that, but that's not what happened. It was literally just Kari, oh, I can't pick it up. And then everyone's like, it's got to be Cody's. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay, I guess. I mean, you're right, but you don't know that yet. I mean, they all have two each except for TK, Kari, and Cody. Yeah, but then TK didn't try. TK didn't try. But at least it's, if Kari tried, and we assume TK did, then it's probably Cody's. Also, they don't know that the digi eggs are going to be all even and stuff like that. They're just like, oh, hey, we mm. found a new one. Let's see who can use it. I suppose. Still, I think I'd rather they just didn't bother showing us all of them one by one trying it. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to see. I don't want to see that either, but it's just funny the way it looks, is that yeah, one person tried, and then they're like, it's Cody's. Yeah, it's strangely edited. <laughs> like, even if it just did a split screen of all of them trying and failing, and then just went, it's Cody's. Yeah, they could have done that. That would require too much animation, though. Yeah, I guess. You have to animate all the kids grabbing it. Um, but on the way back, Cody's just all like, oh no, this is bad, I lied. Uh, I'm an awful person. Why did I lie? Oh my gosh, it's almost like my friends' lives depended on it. It's yeah, it's almost like my friends' lives depended on it. And I'm like an eight or nine year old that just lied, oh my gosh, the world's gonna end. No (laughs) But like I do think it makes sense, honestly. And hear me out on this. Coming from an adult perspective, it's obviously pretty dumb because like it's justified that he lied at that in that situation. Yeah. But he's a an eight year old and Kids struggle a lot more with grey areas. They often see things that might just black and white. So uh-huh. it's like, it's right or it's wrong. And right now, he's just going off of, Grandpa said lies are wrong, lies are wrong. And Yeah, I guess. From that perspective, but... I, I can kind of forgive him for just being sort of feeling really guilty about it and looking down on himself for it. Because it, it sometimes takes people a while to work out that not everything is just a case of right or wrong. There are grey areas or like circumstances that change things, make you have to do things differently. Yeah, I can see that. But also, like, he just got told that. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this is something he's been told is, you know, this whole time he's been a kid. And like, oh, you know, I know that this is really important. It's just like, mm. his grandpa at one point said hey, you shouldn't lie. And then all of a sudden it's like this big, deep, like conflicting thing for him, which is weird to me because it was just like, that was it. He just got told right then I shouldn't lie. And then all of a sudden it like broke him, which is weird. Yeah. At at least to me, it's weird. I don't know. I mean, from what we've seen of Cody, his grandpa is pretty much his his father figure. Like it's it's his grandpa and his sensei all rolled into one because I've seen him do like kendo with him before as well. Yeah, that's true. And we've not seen his dad at all. I know mm-hmm. from future episodes that his dad's, like, deceased, I think. Yeah, I think he's dead. So, it, yeah, he probably has, like, his grandpa will be that father figure that gives him those words of wisdom and stuff that he takes yeah. to heart pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You could say, like, yeah, it's because it came from him, it means a lot to him. 
But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a few ways you could argue this. Yeah, I mean, I'm coming from the opinion of it's it's pretty good. Still annoying that, but like, I think it makes sense for his character and yeah, everything. yeah. It's still a bit tedious. I, yeah, well, annoying, I, I, but yeah. I mean, I guess then I could say, like, it makes sense for his character, but it was too rushed, which is more an issue with the mm. writing than it is, like, anything else. Because it would have been nicer if this was, like, a thing. Like, maybe he just didn't think lying was ever okay, and so he never lied, and then this is kind of when it comes up. But yeah, it was just, like, something that got mentioned here, and then that was it. Yeah, it was very, sort of, the episode was a self-contained thing. It's not, yeah. like, been mentioned yeah. before at all. It wasn't, like, a character, you know, trait or anything. Like, like, oh, it's a big thing for him to lie because he hated lying or something like that. I mean, in previous episodes, he sort of had very strict rules that he's enforced upon himself. Like, you never leave food behind because that was one of his dad's rules. So, he's always been sort of a very, I guess, rule-guided character. Mm, and in this episode he's just, he's just picked up this like possibly new rule, we think it's new, that lying is wrong. So yeah. he's still sort of getting to grips with this whole idea of sometimes you have to bend the rules to do the right thing. Hmm. Yeah, so, that's true. And yeah, a lot of it, like he is a kid, so it does make sense that he's going to be a little... Yeah, it's, it's different to look at it as an adult <laughs> than it does to think about it, how it would be for a kid. Yeah, like you were, as an like adult, you're saying. just like, clearly... It's okay to lie in this situation. It's fine. Coming at it from a kid, you're just like, oh, no, I lied. I'm so sorry. Right, yeah. And, yeah. 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 But anyway, Kobe spent- lied, and yeah. he will go to hell for it. We- um, <laughs> oh, jeez. We spent way too long talking about that. No, it's, it's good discussion. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Cody arrives uh, with Joe and Ikakamon, mm-hmm. who... Is swimming under the water and is animated under the water, and that's really cool because we've not seen that before. He's always been just like on the water before. Floating, yeah. He is the water. He is the water. (laughs) He is one with the water. One with the sea. One with the sea. (laughs) Under the sea. (laughs) Um, And also, um, Joe got Izzy to ring an old friend or contact an old friend somehow. Uh, So we do get uh, Wayman. Joining us as well from the last series, so I guess he was reincarnated. So that's he, cool. He came all the way out of nowhere. That he did, because <laughs> his name's Waymon. Way yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, you didn't go way out of your way for that pun, did you? <laughs> I did not. I did not. No, you did not. Uh, but Waymon um, carries Joe and Cody and um, back into the underwater chamber, uh, <laughs> crashing straight through the wall, but somehow not like making the whole of the, the sea go into it. Yeah, that was interesting. It's a very tight fit. There's no like water leakage or anything. Like, all right, no, sure. It, it just just breaks in and it's fine. It's like, hey, there's a whale here now. Cool. <laughs> nice. Um, Meanwhile, Ikakamon's just kind of getting wrecked by Mega Seedramon because it's one-on-one and Mega Seedramon's a level higher. And in a, a very big danger, a sea danger noodle. A sea danger noodle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A sea, a sea danger noodle. Have you ever seen Danger Noodle? I've not seen Danger Noodle. Danger Noodle is like a joke about snakes. It's like they're danger noodles. Okay, so it's a, a sea danger noodle. Yeah, so I was just, yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, I, all I can imagine is just a wet noodle, though. <laughs> <laughs> just like 
but you cook them on fighting a noodle. A <laughs> noodle. One noodle. <laughs> it's undercooked, Joe. What do we do? <laughs> the darn strongest noodle to have ever lived. <laughs> um, it's also during this bit that we get the worst shot of the show ever, where Davis's screen fills literally the whole. <laughs> oh my gosh, the- yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Davis's face is the ho- just the whole screen. I it's know. The whole- it's just Davis' face. It's, yeah. That was really weird. What in the world was that face? It was like, what even is <laughs> It's just disgusting. That's what it is. We don't want to see that. You get his teeth and everything. <laughs> that face will haunt my literal nightmares. That face needs to be part of the thumbnail. Everyone else must <laughs> suffer. <laughs> must suffer because we had to see this. <laughs> it's a bad face. Don't it just you you don't take your face and then fill the screen with it. No one does that. Yeah. Don't do it again, please. Digimon. Please no. It was not an enjoyable thing. Um so while Mega Sigimon and Ikakumon are keeping each other entertained outside, um Joe and Cody <laughs> Catch up with the group, and they're all like, "Hey, Cody, your eggs here." And Excellent. Cody's like, "I don't want it. I'm a liar. I don't get eggs. I'm a liar." Yep. That's <laughs> basically his whole argument. Is just like, "I lied. I don't deserve it." Yeah. And then everyone else is like, "Cody is literally right there." We've just, just grab it. Hours because please. of it. Yeah. Could also, you, could you just pick it still, up, please? Yeah. Also, we still might die. Can you please just grab it, please? No, it's all because of the egg. The egg made me lie. The egg the egg is the egg! It will literally make you stronger and help you fight off Metal Seedramon. What is wrong with you? Just grab it! No. Grab it and believe! No, I'm a bad person. Oh my gosh, you told one lie! And <laughs> <laughs> then you're just like, hey, Cody, you're, it was okay to lie. And then Cody's like, Okay, Joe, I'm all better now. I understand. Yeah, yep, pretty much. Pretty much. That's basically it. <laughs> yep. That was his character, just the switch. His character development right there was just Joe going, it was okay to lie. It was a white lie. <laughs> basically, yeah. White lies are okay. There's yeah, your lesson for the day, anyone. kids. I'll even tell your granddad that it was a good lie, which is kind of weird. It's <laughs> like, Hey, Cody's granddad, I'm his friend that's like 10 years older than him or something. And um, he lied, but it's okay. <laughs> Basically. It's like, thank you, stranger Joe. I'm glad to know that Cody's only lying for good reasons. <laughs> Just, what would that conversation be? Knowing this show, they would do that. Oh, we'll never get to see Joe and Cody's grandpa together in the same room. No. Which is a shame. It would be. Have we seen it before? I can't remember. We've seen what? I can't remember if we've seen it in a previous episode. I don't think they've been together, which is a shame because I like both those characters. Well, yeah. Anyway, um, so Cody picks up the egg now because he's a good person, according to Joe. He's been redeemed. <laughs> yep, he's all better now. And he picks it up and Armor Digivolves Armor Dilomon to Submarimon. Yep. Do you know what Submarimon is? I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Is it? Is it a toaster? No, it's not. Try no. guess again. A vacuum cleaner. Nope, it's not a vacuum cleaner either. Got one more uh, guess. A box. I'll count it. It is a box <laughs> that goes under the water with a person in it. 
also known as a submarine. <laughs> so submarine is literally just a submarine. It's like a fish-shaped submarine thing with a large spike on the front of it. Yep, so it's basically like a narwhal submarine, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it is. And it's made with a seat, I guess, or something, just somewhere for Cody to lie down quite conveniently. Yeah, there's like a little, like, I guess, guiding system, because there's like, I don't know if those are like things you hold in there or if they're like controls, but there's like a little, yeah, space that you can kind of lay down and enjoy the ride, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So whereas Vmon becomes Ragemon, who is a wolf thing that can be used as transport, Awadidomon just literally becomes a mode of transport. (laughs) Pretty, yeah, literal transport. He's, See, he's just a submarine. Yep, it's a submarine. It's a narwhal submarine. <laughs> and it can shoot oxygen. That's its attack. It shoots oxygen. That's oddly fitting, considering this episode was about losing oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why couldn't it just shoot, like, an actual torpedo? I don't know. You also realize that this attack is basically just boom bubble, right? <laughs> Yeah. It's just the same it, thing, except underwater. It just sounds more sci-fi. It's not boomable, it's oxygen <laughs> torpedo. It's, it's so much cooler. Visually, it's the same thing. It's a blast of air. Yeah, which is somehow quite effective. Yes. Um, and Submarimon, along with the help of Ikakamon, manages to defeat Mega Sujimon. Yay! And all the other kids get out of the underwater place and don't drown. It's good. And Cody overcomes his fear of drowning because he can learn about the ocean within Submarimon. Yeah! Who was an armadillo up to this point and knows nothing about the ocean, but still. <laughs> yeah, I thought that, that was weird too. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Did you gain a new consciousness because you're a Submarimon, a submarine-mon now? Or did Armadillomon just weirdly know about the ocean, even though it's an armadillo and lives in dry <laughs> climate? Like, I don't understand. Like, I get that it's Digimon, and who who knows? Maybe the armadillo loves going for deep sea dives. I don't know, but it just seems weird. It's slightly odd. Unless, it would be- like, the, the Digivolution oh. comes with a degree in marine biology. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's what it is. The crest of reliability, or the the egg of reliability, is just comes with marine biology degree. <laughs> it's like there you go. Now you know everything. I was I prefer if it was the egg of marine biology. College <laughs> <laughs> uh. just like I have to learn to be a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it would have made more sense if they were both just like, hey, let's go for a swim for a little bit, since you know you're afraid of the ocean, and maybe we can overcome your fear this way. But no, they're just like, Samarimon's just like, see, look at all this cool stuff that I already know was down here. P.S. I'm a submarine now, so you're <laughs> fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it, the end, the episode basically ends there just with Cody and Submarimon, who's a submarine, um, under the water. Yep. And it, it then just raises one of the biggest questions of the whole series so far, which is, why are there just fish and turtles in the digital ocean? There always were, weren't there? But they're just fish and turtles. Yeah, but those kind of things exist in the digital world. We've seen birds before. We've also seen fish and turtles now. Huh? There's a a lot of very normal animals for a digital world. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, there was at least normal fish, I know, because they went fishing in the first season. But then there's just turtles. 
Well, I mean, a turtle is still an animal. I mean, if there's birds and fish, there should be turtles. But why are there normal things? Because I don't know. Why are there telephone booths on a beach? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's actually a good point. Yeah, like, there's a lot of weird stuff here. But were they taken from the real world, or were they made from just data about those things? Uh, I guess data just made those things? I don't know. Yes. I mean, they can't be from the real world, because they wouldn't sustain, they would die, right? But there's a lot of them. Maybe there's just, like, a digital portal in the sea, or in the sky, that they fly through sometimes. Is that what's been happening to all our marine life? The digital world has existed this whole time and all the fish are just leaving the real world. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the bees are going. Oh, the bees. Oh, the, the bees, poor bees. Knees. The bees knees. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I would just make a put it under the category of Digiworld weirdness does not need explaining. Pretty much, yeah. The so digi- it's just like, the ocean's fine, Cody. It has fish and turtles in it. Yeah. You don't have to be afraid of drowning in there anymore. Because it has fish and turtles. And you have a submarine that breathes underwater. Yes, it does. It's an armadillo just with a a metal shell. And a narwhal spike, pretty much. A narwhal tooth. That it is. Yep. Uh, So do you have anything else you want to mention? Uh, I forgot to mention one thing when we were going over it. Um, there's a point where when they, when they say that like, oh, the digi egg must be Cody's, um, they're kind of imagining what they think armadillo mom will turn into. Oh. <laughs> and there's a moment where Davis is like, maybe it'll be a giant porcupine. And it looks looks like Armadillo One's champion form, which is Ankylomon? I forget how to say it. Uh, I think it's Ankylomon. Ankylomon, yeah, okay. And it just looks like Ankylomon, which I actually think is a neat little, uh, like, I guess, foreshadowing? Cause I suppose. Is that, what's the word for that? Is that foreshadowing? It's like a reference it's- or something? Oh, just coincidence. We don't know. It looks really close, though. Like, I don't think that that was a coincidence. <laughs> it's just Armadillomon with loads of spikes coming off of it. Yeah, but that's basically what Ankylomon is. So, <laughs> I mean, I feel I like suppose. you... I want to give them credit at least once in my life and say that it was intentional and it was a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do want to immediately take that credit away. Oh, boy. Because the characters can see each other's thoughts in that scene. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> so well, <laughs> well we tried yeah we, tr- we tried to help you out digimon but you just make it impossible yeah. <laughs> you, you can pretend but no those are just thought bubbles and they can't be seen by other people yeah well what if oh. they're just They're just imagining what everyone else is imagining thought bubbles are, and then they're reacting to their own imagination of what the other people are imagining of their imagination, and then that's how you get, you know, that reaction and those things happening. But it's it's stuff like like Armadillamon says, I think I'm going to look like this, and then the thought bubble comes up. But Davis goes, no, I think you're going to look more like this. As if he's seen it and can disagree. (laughs) Did they? I thought they explained what each of their thoughts were. They don't. They don't? They don't all all explain the thought bubbles. Uh, Davis might do, because Davis thinks out loud all the time. mm, Oh, well, never mind. But most of the time, they they just start laughing at each other's thoughts. They're just laughing at Davis's face. 
no. It's like, oh yeah, Davis. <laughs> Which does make perfect sense. Does it? It does. It's a pretty dumb face. Oh, poor Davis. I mean, it's so dumb that we both objected to it filling the screen. Yeah, well, that was weird. That was a weird it was. face. <laughs> it was a weird face. 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 I think we've said face enough times. Face. No. Face the facts. We haven't said face enough. I don't know why I'm emphasizing the S so much. There is no S, it's a C. <laughs> I don't know why I'm emphasizing this sound so much. I don't know. <laughs> I know Your how to spell face. Gave up on that conversation five minutes ago. Uh, so, who was your standout character this episode? Well, I don't know. I guess, I mean, Cody had kind of character development-ish. I mean, it was. I thought it was really rushed, but it was... <laughs> they tried. Um, but I also really like how... When they're all trapped, Armadillomon is trying to um, trying to just stay happy and keep everyone in good spirits the whole time. So I kind of like that. Mm. So I guess Armadillomon, but I felt like I probably should have mentioned Cody at least. So you're saying Armadillomon stood out most to you, mm. and Cody gets a, an honorable mention. Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> um, I just went with Cody because it focused on him through pretty much the whole episode. Yeah. And it was a, a pretty good main. He drove the the plot pretty nicely, and yeah, he true. had some interesting sort of growth in the episode. Plus, yeah. it, it was a good display of his character. It was quite, I guess, sort of idealistic. Not That's probably the wrong word. It it was what is childlike, is childish, the way yeah. it was behaving and thinking things through. Mm-hmm. All very black and white, right or wrong, that type of thing. Yeah, and trying so, to fight with that a little bit. Yeah, he was trying to think about it very logically instead of morally, because uh, logic is easy, it's just like, it's either right or it's wrong, it's on or off. And then morals are all over the place because there's all sorts of factors to take into account. Yeah, Which yeah. he is young and doesn't really quite get yet. Right, yeah. So yeah, I thought Cody stood out. Um, but what was your favorite thing in the episode? Um, hmm. I'll tell you now, <laughs> mine was Joe. Yeah. Because Joe's cool. It's always nice to see Joe again. Um, hmm. Do we actually see Gomamon in the episode, or is it just Ikakumon? Oh yeah, Gomamon's at the very end playing with a turtle. Ah, yeah. That was adorable. I'm not sure. I, I mean, hmm. Favorite thing. I don't know. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> I've already said my favorite thing was Joe because okay. he's cool. My favorite thing was also Joe. Joe. I mean, he's he's like one of the best of the original Digidestined turn yeah. up because he, he still has his own character. Yeah, he has a very endearing personality. Yeah, good old reliable and, Joe. And also the, yeah, the most adult of the group also. Yeah, he's like a breath of fresh air and he's... Sort of boring adult ways. Yeah, it's a weird, it. it's a weird way of like this is about like adventure and exciting stuff, and Joe's off kind of doing like real life stuff, and is still really, mm. really like a great character and really interesting. So yeah, yeah. He just pops great. in to sort of teach the kids every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I like Joe. Joe's probably my, my favorite of the originals to to come back in this series. Yeah, he's cool. Of the original um, cast. Yeah, definitely. Even more so than TK and Kari, which is sad. 
Yeah, TK and Kari aren't super... I mean, they have a personality. They're just not... Hmm. They're just not very... What's the word I'm looking Good. for? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, because I'm trying to think of, like, what about Joe is so great? Because you don't see Joe that often, but you love him still. It's just because he says stuff beyond, they're digivolving. Yeah, or, yeah. the Dark Emperor did this. Yeah, yeah. So there's an actual character. Yeah, okay. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> he has actual things to say beyond yeah. exposition. Yeah. Plus, Gogomon's cool. Like, just funny. Yeah, Gummelon's great. And I actually like the jokes that come around from Joe. Oh, yeah. They're, they're actually good jokes most of the time. Yeah, and not puns. Yeah, they're not just puns. Or Davis is stupid. Yeah, that's right. This season is very bad with the Davis is just an idiot jokes. Yeah, they are. And um, when it comes to this episode, was it filler or not filler? Well, not filler because the there is an egg. Yeah. Yay, egg! It is not filler, because Cody learned a lesson and got a digi-egg. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was my It's Not Filler song. <laughs> not filler song, yay! Which is, in its own right, a filler song. Yay! <laughs> yay! And what are we... Overall thoughts. <laughs> That's a better way to say it. Uh, it was a good episode. I feel like it was too rushed... Mm. But it was a good episode. They, yeah, it was. If you look it at was it, pretty cramped. oh, sorry. If you look at it for more of a general idea of like they they gave Cody a problem and he had character development, it's nice. But I do feel like the whole thing was a little too rushed, and that kind of hurts mm. it in the end. But it was still good. Yeah, it was very sort of to the point between <laughs> the different scenes. Yeah. Although I suppose you could sort of credit it for that as well for not wasting a lot of time, really. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, there yeah. Was, there was less digivolutions and time wasting than most episodes. So that's there was a lot more true. attention given to Cody. Yeah, that's also very true. So that is good, and I I overall thought that it's it's definitely the best of the like the second digieg episodes that we've had. It was much better than Yoli's, which was just com- totally confusing. Are you and kidding? Much better than Davis's, which Are was just ki- totally wrong. Are you kidding me? Yoli's was the best because it had it was just a pun episode. That was the best one. No, because it was just Yoli likes boys. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm making a point. I have to make pun points, all right? <laughs> it's my thing. I have to stay on top of this. But yeah, that. No, well, you do not. Yeah, as far as like what they were trying to do with the episodes, yeah, the other two were pretty bad. Yeah, it's probably the. I would go as far as to say it's the best Digic episode we've had. Uh, because Enter Flame Dramon was just kind of eh opening episode. <laughs> yeah, Enter Flame Dramon was the tutorial basically. <laughs> yeah, but although the second one did introduce um both Yoli and Cody and the Dark Emperor in full as well. So the second That's episode true. was pretty cool. I'd put this yeah. like second place in the Digieg episodes we've had. Okay. It's a, a pretty solid episode. Which is funny because water is liquid. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Wait. that's true. Oh my god. Because that's the last stage, get it? <laughs> it's the last uh, state. It's state. Or sorry, state. Not state, <laughs> sorry. I said stage in a rush. <laughs> Are we done with Digimon? Yeah, I think we're good. We're good with Digimon. Cool, we can move on to Pokemon. Next up is for crying out loud. Pokemon, don't so we start off with the narrator going, Ash got a badge last time. 
And I missed the gym battle. Hooray! No! (laughs) No, I missed the gym battle. Jeez, I missed a gym battle episode. I I missed the one plot episode and I'm still upset by this. (laughs) Get over it. Yeah, okay, I'm over it. Cool. Glad we can move on. Yay! Um, so now, instead of being on the way to the, the Viridian City gym, I think that's what it was. Yes, it was Viridian City. Oh, no, Violet <laughs> City, sorry. <laughs> oh, you were... Oh, oh. Never mind. So we are past the Violet City gym after 15 episodes, and now we're on our way to the Azalea gym, which is what I think you said it was. Yes. Yes. I don't know what sort of gym that is. It's the so bug gym. Cool. You Oops. spoiled it. Sorry! <laughs> No. You've never played these games? Uh, no, I only just got Crystal like two days ago. Oh, oops. So, I guess it's a bug, Jim. Yeah. I probably could have guessed that from the, the town name. Azalea sounds sort of, I guess, buggy. And hopefully that one's not 15 episodes away. <laughs> but we'll find out. And they're already getting distracted, just like straight after the intro, and they're all like, Jim's cool, let's get distracted now. Yep. Because they're in a beautiful place, and Brock knows that beautiful places attract beautiful women. Not necessarily. (laughs) Well, beautiful girls, he says, because that's more appropriate for his age. Oh, yeah. And the first um, girl we see is this woman with a pink dress, pink umbrella, and blue hair, and she does look a do you think she looks like Dawn from season four? Because that's what she makes me think of. Oh, kind of. Yeah, she kind of looks like an older version of Dawn when she's in like yeah. her coordinator outfit. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. the, the pink outfit with the blue hair and the yellow ribbon. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of Dawn. So this came first, though. So it's not a, I don't think it's a nod to it, unless they're Prob- planning it that far ahead. Probably not. It's like a coincidence. Yeah, it's just a... Happy coincidence. Turns out and this this is Dawn's, like, aunt that lives in, in Johto or something like that. Yeah. I forgot that we we're in Johto and not Kanto. Yeah. So this lady has lost her Meryl, or her Meryl, however you pronounce it. And I've not seen a Meryl since Pikachu's vacation from the first Pokemon movie. Oh, yeah. And that was a, a thing which I have flashbacks to and was okay. Um, but Meryl is very cute. Yes, Meryl is adorable. It's just a blue beach ball with mouse ears, and it's very, very cute. Pretty much. And in the episode, it is very, very loud, because it likes to cry a lot. Yeah. Because it, it, it's a baby. Yeah, it's very, very tiny. It's it's um, it's um not behaving very merrily. It's It cries a lot. And yeah. <laughs> um, so they all try and calm it down with their funny faces. Yeah. Because funny faces fix everything. Well, it's a baby, um, right? That's how it works. Yeah. I suppose that makes sense. And in the episode, I'm also reminded that Misty has a Togepi still, which Togepi. I completely forgot about. Um, I'm assuming it, the Togepi's been there for yes. the last 15 episodes, just in Misty's arms all the time. Just not inanimate. doing much. Yeah. Because I completely forgot about Togepi until this episode. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably been there and just doing things every once in a while. And then for some reason, the past, like, I guess, four episodes until now, I've not seen Togepi do anything. So yeah. I've not even realized that it ex- existed still. Yeah, most of the time, Togepi is just sitting there and Misty's just holding Togepi. No, but for once, Togepi is actually in the episode and does things. Yeah. Very few things, but things nonetheless. And at this point, and they're like, oh, the the Meryl has a bow. We should find the, the trainer. <laughs> and 
this is when Team Rocket comes <laughs> along to do their Team Rocketing. Yeah. Uh, this <laughs> this time, they somehow managed to land themselves with a whole like pickup truck full of hay bales. <laughs> I love love this plan, too, because there was no, like... Because a lot of the time when Team Rocket plans something, it kind of cuts to them thinking of, what should we do? I know, let's do this. But they just drive up in a truck, and they're like, hey, get in. Pretty much. (laughs) It's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's a solid plan. It works. It it does work. They basically get all of them into the back of the truck, and then there's just two hands on the back of the, the compartment driving compartment which yeah. grabs pikachu and meryl and then it just leaves the back half of the truck behind yep and but then the kids yeah ash, ash and co are just left behind there pikachu and meryl being driven off and yep. <laughs> this leads to one of the best team rocket mottos ever because they only get a couple lines in and then they're already driving over the horizon so you can't hear them anymore <laughs> yeah it just fades out into the distance it's great and then they slow down so that they can finish off the motto. <laughs> Two rockets amazing. So good. Oh, man. And I can't even remember how it leads to this, but they somehow managed to get Team Rocket to drive off the edge of a cliff. <laughs> um, so losing grip of Pikachu and Meryl. Right. I'm guessing they electrocuted it or something. I can't remember what what, what happened. Oh, I remember that. Me- Meryl started crying so yeah. loudly that Meowth just lost control of the wheel. So that is some crying. Yep. <laughs> and, and they I crashed think- over the edge. Oh, wait, 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 hold oh, on. Go ahead. Before, before they crash, it's really funny because James just flat out says for crying out loud. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. <laughs> He's like, roll hey, <laughs> roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> it was and pretty funny it was pretty funny i think i must have missed that because i would have made it out otherwise <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty good they do things like that team rocket they're cool they're good they rock they're also, it they do <laughs> they're also indestructible i've come to that conclusion of the fact that they've fallen from the sky dozens of times now without any injury they're secretly pokemon themselves but Pokemon aren't indestructible, so they are beyond Pokemon. Uh, yeah, that's true. They are they're gods. <sighs> this whole time, they're just malevolent gods. That's why they're Pokemon. That's why they're allowed to stay in Team Rocket because they are literally indestructible. Yep, and have the uncanny ability to follow Ash and only Ash anywhere he goes. Right, and accidentally bump into him all the time. Pretty much. So when they're all crashing off the cliff, it actually makes for some really cool shots and scenes. Not scenes, just shots even. Where they're all like rolling down the hill and then Ash and Misty jump off after Pikachu and Meryl who are falling down the hill. Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of running and quick shots and action bits yeah. that happen. Just really cool. Ash hitting a tree, you know, that fun stuff. That kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really like that. You don't get much sort of fast-paced action to that degree uh, yeah. in Pokemon. Plus, it's pretty tense, so it's straight up falling down a cliff. And Misty's yeah. just like, oh, I'll save them, and jumps off the cliff after them. Yep. <laughs> yep. She's not that clever, is she? Nope. Not a clever girl. Yeah. But they're fine, because there's fortunately water at the bottom of the cliffs. Um, yep. But they do end up being separated. So, Ash, Brock, and Phil, a lady. Um, I've forgotten her name. Oh, it's Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina, Will- yeah. Wilhelmina, that's what she's called. So Ashbrock and Wilhelmina um, start with Togepi, so Misty's Togepi, while uh-huh. Misty has got Pikachu and Meryl and has just been swept away down 
down the river. Yeah. So, like, right from the start of the episode, we get them split into essentially two different groups, and those are the both doing their own thing in tandem, which makes it a really cool episode. I think. Yeah, it's really nice them trying to all find each other and survive, kind of. Yeah. Instead of it going between Ash and Co. and Team Rocket, yeah, uh, it's going between. Ash, Brock, and Wilhelmina, and Misty. Yeah. All doing their own stuff, just trying to get back to each other. Um, so Brock uses the situation to come on to Wilhelmina. Yep. Um, basically, yeah. just proclaiming his love for her and that he didn't abduct a Pokemon. They're just going to help save her. Yep. And, yeah. Always a great way to start flirting because someone is to just say, I assure you, we did not steal your Pokemon. Yes. And don't worry, we'll help you find them. It's like, okay. And the other thing you, is, it, it okay? starts it starts to work too, which is like really, <laughs> like really. It's just something so attractive about a guy that doesn't steal your Pokemon. I <laughs> know it's wonderful. It's like, <laughs> what more could you ask for? <laughs> not much, apparently. apparently That's kind not. of the the bar she sets is just. Did you have my Pokemon? No, you're in with a chance. <laughs> <laughs> So that's like everyone. Even Ash has a chance. Yep, everyone. Um, so they just start heading off, trying to get back to Meryl and Misty and everyone. And uh, meanwhile, Misty is looking after the Meryl, and yeah. she's struggling because Meryl is a baby who cries a lot. Yeah, I. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, I really like um all the stuff that happens with Misty and Meryl because it's like. <laughs> It's just, it's kind of cute because it's like Misty does not know how to handle, like, I mean, I mean, she handles baby Pokemon because she has Togepi, but Togepi is like a really easy baby, whereas Meryl is constantly crying and running off and like, and Misty has like a temper, so Misty's like getting upset and yelling and it's just really nice to kind of watch her slowly work through this with Meryl and it's really nice. It is really good. Yeah. Seeing Misty slowly bond with the Meryl. Mm-hmm. I'm still not convinced if it's Meryl or Meryl. I think it's Meryl. Mer- I know Meryl. it's spelt, spelt Meryl, but yeah. it says its own name like Meryl. Meryl, Meryl, yeah. Meryl. Uh, I don't know. It's, eh. it's whatever you want it to be. Mary. Mary, sure. Mary. It'll be Meryl. 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 Yeah, yeah. Muriel. It's an old lady, glasses an old... and a cane, called Muriel. She lives in the middle of nowhere. Yep, with a dog <laughs> named Courage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the reference. Woo! Oh, but Muriel was lovely. Yeah, the only nice God, character. the name of the husband. Eustace. Eustace, that's it. Anyway, and Misty and Meryl don't really get on that well. Because Misty has that that quick temper and just sort of threatens to leave Meryl behind if she keeps crying at one point. Yeah, they're they're not having a fun time at first. No, definitely not. Yeah. Well, they they get used to each other. Yeah, um, it's... they basically have to because Meryl's a baby and they can't just leave her on her own. Yeah, Mis- Misty's trying. It's just she can't help that she has like that temper and she's like, oh shoot, I shouldn't be yelling at this baby. <laughs> <laughs> she is ginger. So she has a hired personality. <laughs> Aw. I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> you made a joke. It's funny. She is ginger. Yeah, because her hair is orange, so she's hot-headed. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, plus, Pikachu also helps with looking after Meryl. Yeah. Because they're yeah, both Pokemon, and they are very cute together. Yeah. Very, Pik- very cute. Pikachu's like a like a nice little like older brother or something. It's very cute. Yes, it is. Um, but Meryl does manage to go wandering off at one point, chasing after Butterfree. Who is that? There's Butterfree. <laughs> I think it is... Are you aware of my love of Butterfree? Uh, I mean, I think you've mentioned you like Butterfree. I don't know the extent of it. I love Butterfree. Oh. Butterfree is the best. So there was Mm. two Butterfree on the screen at the same time. I was very happy. Just made your day. I was very happy. I like Butterfree. Butterfree. Butterfree's good. Butterfree's a a cute butterfly. It's a good bug. Do you like real life butterflies? Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Pretty. You're very pretty. Yeah, there's Butterfree. Yeah. Butterfree Um, and... And... Beedrill. Beedrill, yeah. Yeah, that's the other one. Because Meryl makes the mistake of doing target practice at the Butterfree. Keeps missing. And peeves off all of the bug types. That are... Yep. Which includes Beedrill. Yay! Run! And also Caterpie, who's also cutie, because Caterpie was so good. Oh, I miss Caterpie. Yeah. Why, why Ash? Why do you get rid of all the best ones? Yeah, because Ash hates the audience, I guess. Oh, remember when Ash caught Pokemon and they had personality and were on screen? Right? You weren't around for that season. No. I'm but so sorry. I remember. <laughs> remember when the Pokemon were actually characters? Yeah, like, they had a whole, like, I think at least three episodes dedicated to one Pokemon. Yeah, because, you know, they mattered. That they did. No, not so much. Nope. Now they just sell toys. Yeah, pretty much. It's just like, cool, here's a Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Beedrill chases after them, because that's what Beedrill do. They chase the characters. Yep, they're going to sting you. <laughs> And this bit made me think of the first episode of Digimon, because it has tense battle music, it has a big cliff, and it has some giant bugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, huh, it's the first episode of Digimon. I love Pretty it. much, yeah. Too bad that this isn't being compared with the other, with that Digimon episode, because you could use that as a similarity. I mean, still a similarity between the series. Yes. Fine. They've had a similar situation before in Digimon. True. Has things in common. True. Um, and at this point, when they're running away, they finally bump into uh, Willamina, Willamina, sorry, um, and Brock and Ash, who are running towards them, because they finally found them thanks to Togepi spying uh, Meryl's bow on the floor. Yeah. And I was like, it's, it's pretty funny, actually, when... Ash and Coach turn around and start running the other way as well because of the Beedrill swamp. Yeah, and they're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wrong way, wrong way, turn around. Turn around, turn around, go, 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 go! Uh, and they get split up again immediately. Yep. Which I'm okay with, because I prefer them not being together, because otherwise yeah, the it, episode would end. Yeah, it works for the episode a lot. Gives Misty and Meryl more bonding time, which is good. Yeah. And it does. It actually gives us some time with Brock and his thoughts about this girl. Yeah. Which is beyond just, oh my god, she's beautiful. He actually thinks about the, the whole situation a bit. Yeah. It's just like, if I help the girl, then I, I have to leave her behind. But if I don't help the girl, she'll be unhappy. Yeah. It's, so, it's actually, lose, lose. Yeah. It's actually kind of, like, deep for someone who just 
hits on every girl he comes across. <laughs> wake, wake up, Stevie, wake up. I'm going still, I'm going still. Yeah, it's it's more than Brock's usual relationships, if you can call them that. Yeah. Women. It's usually just, oh my god, Nurse Joy, I love you. Right. And then Nurse Joy just doesn't react. Usually, yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay, whatever. Anyway, so Brock and Ash are just doing that thing. And meanwhile, Misty and Meryl and Pikachu are all crossing a rope bridge. Yeah. For reasons. Because, um, yeah. We never see Ash and Co. cross the rope bridge. We do not. It happened oh, off no. screen. I, I remember what happens now. It does make sense. Because Misty and everyone get... Uh, shaken off of the bridge by Team Rocket because they're in the balloon now and oh, right, has yeah. a, a Grabby Hands machine which is the best name I could think of for it. It's like, grabby it's a, a grabby hand. hand. It's a Grabby Hander <laughs> which he uses to shake the bridge to the point where um, Misty and Meryl um, fall off. Yeah. And Misty's holding on to Meryl like, don't worry, you'll be fine. Ah. Bye. So, oh, you're doing it. And Ash and Co. turn up just in time uh, with Sending out Chikorita uh, to use Vine Whip and grab Misty and Meryl out of the air. Yeah. Uh, saving everyone. It's all fine. Which, it doesn't seem like Chikorita's Vine should be able to lift that much, but whatever. But whatever, because Meowth's grabby arm shouldn't be able to do that either. But they Yeah, there's, there's a lot of, like, weight ambiguity here. It's like, I don't think that's how that works. The general rule of Pokemon is if you're touching the floor, you're not going to fall over. That seems to be it. That's how the physics work. Yep, more or less. So even if you're like dragging two people from the bottom of a cliff face all the way up, you're not going to be pulled in. Yep. Which is fine. It's good. Yep. Cool. Your feet are planted like roots into the ground. I mean, it's a literal plant. Yeah, but Chikorita's not using ingrain, so it doesn't count. Prove it. Uh, okay, rewatch the episode and see that Chikorita is not using ingrain. I mean, it could just be that they stopped using ingrain as soon as they were on screen. But um, Chikorita is shown... Or that the roots came out from underneath the feet, so you can't see them going into the ground. I feel like that's a little too much, like, coincidence going on there. No, I Don't... think it's just that physics don't apply oh well yeah it's obviously that physics don't apply or that i guess the gravity in this world is weird that's it is um so everyone's safe they're all fine Woo, they did it uh team rocket um haven't had enough so they go back to fight and for once misty gets to battle with them which is such a welcome change it's like oh yeah misty doesn't fight too much i didn't really think about that until this episode And she sends out her polywag. Good choice. Yeah, solid choice. I like polywag. It's just a tadpole. A tadpole. A tadpole. A little cute tadpole with water gun. Yep. And that's pretty much it. Water gun wins the day. They did it. Yay. Ash helps a bit as well, I think. But and so when does, does any help? Yeah. Oh, does Brock help? Oh, no, no, Meryl. Meryl helps. Meryl helps. Meryl helps. Meryl's I've like... watched these episodes yesterday evening so that's why i'm struggling to remember some of them okay yeah meryl um i think at one point oh yeah misty's gonna get hit by some stray poison stings that polly white couldn't deflect and then meryl's like no and then just uses water gun and helps misty and it's cute it's really cute it is very good yeah misty wins 
They play the happy music because it's happy times now. Yay! And then they all go the separate ways. Yeah. So Brock and Wilhelmina break up before it even begins. And Misty doesn't get a Meryl. And Misty's... And they're all teary-eyed. It's quite sad. Yeah, poor Meryl was, like, crying and then... Oh. Meryl grew up a lot, though. Yeah, Meryl, yeah. There's a lot of good character to... I mean, we never see Meryl again. It's just kind of like the, the character of the episode, but... Or the I monster prefer Meryl of... to Wilhelmina. Yeah, but still, it's like... It, there was good character development with Meryl, and then there was even better character development with Misty. So it's it's nice. Really nice. Yeah, it was good. And is there anything that you, you wanted to mention that hasn't come up? Um, Meryl is the most adorable thing in the world, but that's about it. That came up pretty often, I think. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think I said everything I wanted to. All right. What I'm learning is I need to take better notes. <laughs> yeah. Because my notes are very just sort of stop-starty, don't cover much of the episode. Oh, well. Um, who is your favorite episode? This Pokemon. Never mind. Let me try that again. Who was... <laughs> <laughs> Who was your standout character? <laughs> uh, definitely Misty. Yeah. Because of, yeah, because of the, the great character development of her fighting her usual kind of like brash and like uh, impatient and kind of not aggressive nature, but very like, like impatient. Yeah. She's usually very impatient and like has a temper and then hmm. she has to kind of, she kind of works through that. So that's really nice because she learns to... Be nice to Meryl, even though Meryl's being frustrating, because Meryl's a baby. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, so yeah, I agree as well. Misty was my standout character. Um, my favourite thing this episode, though, was just the fact that it, it did kind of break from convention with making Misty the the lead role, almost, in the episode. Yeah. Like, it focused pretty much all around Misty and Meryl in it, and Ash and Co were kind of just funny stuff on the side that I cut back to. Yeah. That was the impression I got anyway. Yeah. And yeah, for me, it, it seems like a common trend where the, the best filler episodes don't focus on Ash, basically. Pretty much, <laughs> go yeah. To anyone else. They, they don't rely on the Pokemon uh, just formula, basically, of Ash does a thing, Team Rocket does a thing, Ash stops Team Rocket, and everything's fine. <laughs> Yeah, just anything different to just, here's the Pokemon of the week. Yeah, and the is, Pokemon of the week. Yeah, it's just good. Yeah. So, it wasn't just, here's a Meryl, save the Meryl. They actually yeah. mixed up a bit. That yeah. was good. Um, but what was your favorite thing? Um, Just pretty much every interaction with Misty and Meryl. Like, I, <laughs> I really like that. Just just all anything that happened with Misty, Meryl, and Pikachu is basically just my favorite thing. Just because of how nice it was. But was this episode filler or not filler? Um, I mean, no. There was character development for Misty, right? Filler. But then there's not much that happened. (laughs) (laughs) But then they didn't get a badge or anything like that, so I'm not sure. I'm going to say that it was filler, because I would be extremely surprised if we see this Meryl again. Yeah, that's true. And they didn't <laughs> capture any Pokemon, and it didn't make any gym badge progress or reach any specific destination on the way. True. And Brock did not get permanent girlfriend in Wilhelmina. True. Basically nothing of actual, I guess... Significance. Yeah, nothing permanently changed. True. So, yeah, I'm, I'd say it's filler anyway. 
Okay. It's good. It's still good filler. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good filler. So that's it's, good it's at better, least. It's better filler than most in this yes. series, especially. Yes. It's up there with the Chansey episode. Nothing beats the Chansey. Or not Chansey. Blissey. Sorry. Blech. I wouldn't have put it on that level. That's what I'm it's saying. Still, it's, not... it's still better than most. Yeah. So it's that's... still. It's not on par with that because that's just like top quality. Best yeah, the, episode ever. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's not the best filler episode, but it's at least in the pile of better episodes like that one. Yeah, it's a better filler episode than most. Right. It's good. It's not just an average filler episode. Yeah. You'll probably enjoy it if you watch it. Yeah, yeah. You'll have fun with it. Yeah, and that, that's kind of just my overall thoughts. Is it was a a pretty good filler episode. Yeah, pretty much same same here. The yeah. ending was Skip also really like. sweet. You can skip it if you like, but it is a, a fun one. Yeah, it's nice. And especially, it has Team Rocket. So. Especially if you like Misty, it's a good episode. If you like Misty and you like Team Rocket, you'll like this one a lot. Now it's time for Mono A Mono, where we attempt to compare these episodes. Now, I'm going to say my Monster of the Week first, because it won't take long. Yeah. Um, it was Butterfree, because Butterfree <laughs> was on the screen. And that's all that Butterfree needs to be my Monster of the Week. <laughs> Butterfree just wins out, right? <laughs> yep. You could get a glimpse of it off screen and it'd still be a monster of the week, which I'm pretty certain has happened before. There was a picture in the background of a Butterfree and it's like, Butterfree wins! <laughs> oh, just like there was one episode where it flew a- across the screen for one second, did nothing at all, but was just there. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty certain I made it a monster of the week. <laughs> <laughs> That's so... great. That's mine. And uh, what was yours? Uh, mine was. I'll say mine was Meryl because Meryl was just very cute. It's very scared and like babyish at the beginning of the episode, and does kind of feel more like kind of grown by the end of it. So I thought that was nice. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, like, Meryl was a, a good filler Pokemon. Yeah, it was really yeah. As far as filler Pokemon goes, very good filler Pokemon. So I like Meryl. Also, the design makes more sense than a submarine. Meryl does, or? Meryl's does. Blue Mouse makes more sense than Supermarine Monster. Does it? I mean, it's a mouse. Mice aren't typically, you know, water creatures. Yeah, but submarines aren't typically alive. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's an entire spe- uh, uh, subfamily of Digimon that are machines, so that's not that weird. Yeah, but the machines don't digivolve from armadillos. Well, no, but that's the whole point of the armor thing, is that you turn into something different. I you don't, don't know. put on a suit and turn into a, a mode of transport. I, I mean, can't put on a hat and suddenly be a bus. I mean, no. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> but it's Digimon, that's how it works. It just, no. I'm just saying, armadillo in water makes about as much sense as mouse in water. That's all I'm saying. Well, so are we saying that a reliable armadillo might as well just be a submarine? Sure. Sure. We'll go with that. Perfect sense. Perfect armadillo sense. plus reliability equals submarine. Yep. We also have cat plus light equals sphinx. Yeah. Um, we have, I don't even know what you call Pymon. Guinea Hamster pig bat. with wings. Guinea pig bat. hope equals pegasus. Yep. It's all sorts. Yep. Oh yeah, we also have bird plus sincerity equals ninja. Yeah, that's the really weird one. <laughs> Angel with springs on its arms, basically. Spring and ninja. Springing into action. The springs of sincerity. Yes. Um, none of the armitage evolutions make sense. Uh, I mean... 
That makes sense. Vemons aren't, aren't bad because it's literally just a Vemon with armor. Yeah, it's just just stretch out Vemon. That's Vemon's ones. Yeah. But then our Dillamons, is, I like Digmon. Digmon makes sense to me. Yeah. It's a Marimon. It's just a weird Digimon. Yeah, well, turning a land creature into a water creature is probably going to be a little awkward of a change anyways, so... That the Tamer can climb inside of as well is the weird thing. Well, okay. I mean, again, there are Digimon that you can climb into. Name another one. There's Mechanorimon. Yeah, Mechanorimon. There's gotta be another one, right? Tankmon? Can you get into Tankmon or anything? No, Tankmon's already like a, a weird dinosaur thing in there. Yeah, I don't uh, think there's, there's many. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Tankmon is as a body. Um, there's gotta be another one, right? Right? If I look at the machine Digimon, there's gotta be another another one besides just Mechanorimon, right? The only main question I have is, can Submarimon pilot itself? Does it need Cody to be in there? Um, it's a good question. And if it doesn't need Cody to be in there, can Submarimon just completely ignore Cody's attempts to pilot it? Yes. I mean, he has free will, so yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sure that Zero Two will not answer any of these questions for me. Probably not. <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't really matter anyway. Yeah. Meryl and Butterfree are better. Yes. Um, but on the other end of the spectrum, who was worse, Ash or Davis? Um, I would say uh, Davis was worse, because Davis didn't do anything and was also, like, trying to get out of the dangerous situation ahead of Cody, who was scared and, like, the youngest of the group. So I think Davis loses this one. Yeah, Davis just really displayed how incompetent he is as a leader. Yeah. Because basically everyone else decided what they wanted to do and then just bullied him bullied him into saying that that's what they were going to do. Right. So he didn't even lead, he just kind of went, went with whatever everyone else wanted him to do. Yep. And I don't even think he did anything to fight at all in the nope. episode. Nope. He was kind of just dumb. Yeah, no one fought except for Ikakumon and uh, sub Submarimon. Ikakumon or Submarimon? Submarimon. Whatever you call it. The the thing. Uh, the narwhal. Yeah. But Ash was good. He took care of Togepi and yeah. And actually went out and actually went he out looking. Yeah, he did a, a good job. Yeah. So at least he was trying, but Davis was just kinda like, I just want to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Davis was just like, Can I leave? Yeah. I mean in that both about his whole thing. Yeah. And in both of these episodes they weren't the focus, but yeah. as far as like being the background character, Davis was way worse. <laughs> Yeah, Davis was far worse. Uh, so that is minus one to Davis. Yep. I'll put that in now so I do not forget. And that is put in there now. It's set in stone. There's no changing our lines. <laughs> Never. Um, and which storyline did you prefer and why? Um. And if it's yeah. Digimon, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Digimon. I'm going to play uh, Devil's Digimon Advocate. Digimon was better? No, I was making a joke. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to play Devimon's advocate and just say it was Digimon now. No, um, yeah, it was definitely Pokemon. Pokemon was definitely better. Yeah, I think Pokemon just did a much better job of cutting between two groups of characters than Digimon did. Yeah. Just because 
like Digimon, it was just going to Cody and Joe and then back to the kids. Whenever yeah. it cut back to the kids, there was nothing happening. Like, they just didn't really make any progress. And then it cut back to Cody again. And yeah. Cody was just like, uh, 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 learning. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lesson. Oh, no. I learned the lesson, then I, I, I ignored the lesson. Oh, no. And, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and now I'm becoming a, a slightly Italian. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I no, my voice is just no. I cannot do voices for anyone. Do it. No. Do it. Yeah, but Pokemon was better. Yeah. In storyline regard, because it knew what I was doing. It went there, did it. There's clear, simple development where you didn't get annoyed at Misty really because it was perfectly rational. Yeah. And yeah. she's not eight. Right. She might be, but we don't know. She's ten, right? Or older? She's, no, she's older than ten, right? Because she's older than Ash, right? I think. I feel like she is, I'm right? Again. I'm not sure. I'd have to Google it. I don't care enough. I'm Googling it. Oh, now I have to wait. <laughs> yeah, she's 10. I thought so. Yeah. In general, I just thought Pokemon had a better storyline than Digimon did. I just preferred yeah. it. Even though Digimon had higher stakes this time again. And Pokemon's was still pretty high stakes. Just they were separated on their own and did fall yeah. off cliffs. Not once, but twice. Yeah. In the episode. There was real cliffhangers in that episode. Yes, there were. <laughs> um, and were there any notable similarities between these episodes? Um, I've already named one, which was the, the whole cutting back and forth between different groups of characters that they were both doing. That's both true. the two groups at a time thing. My my uh, similarity that I thought of was it both both of them involved water monsters. Like, you have Meryl, is... water in the river, and then you have the ocean, uh, Mega Seedramon, and Ikakumon, and Samarimon. That is correct. Sea creatures, woo! Sea creatures, bee creatures, hair creatures. Wouldn't all creatures... I don't know what else you could do with creatures. Wouldn't all creatures technically be sea creatures because you can see them, though? Unless they're invisible. True. But that's not the joke I was trying to make. <laughs> I know the joke you're trying to make. <laughs> you I see, didn't care for it. You see the joke I'm trying to make? No, I hear it. Good. In my nightmares. <laughs> you just hear puns in your nightmares. <laughs> so I'm having a nice sleep and then I just wake up in a cold sweat. It's like, jeez, <laughs> oh, I was there. <laughs> she, wouldn't, she, she wouldn't stop making puns. <laughs> Is that how you felt after editing the last episode? <laughs> <laughs> No, your puns are, are perfectly bearable. <laughs> uh, just the, the mark of a good pun is it is tolerable. <laughs> <laughs> it's just barely tolerable. Tolerable. It's not tolerable. completely pun bearable. That's correct. And <laughs> <laughs> um, the other similarities that I found were um, they actually sort of split up the usual pairings. Yeah. So Misty was Pikachu and um, Meryl. That was new. Yeah. Uh, we had Ash with Togepi instead. Yeah. And in Digimon, uh, Cody just got completely separated from Armadillamon for like half the episode. Just on his own. So, yeah. yeah. They kind of just like took the sets of two and split them up uh, for a bit of it. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Think there's of any a whole more. lot of like splitting into groups and splitting up pairings in these ones. Yeah. Which uh, you don't get very often, but it does make for nice changes. Yeah, different dynamics and stuff. Yeah, it's like, we pretty much, we've not seen Armadillamon on his own with the group before, so that was all new. That was yeah. good stuff. Just whenever they actually try and write something 
new and different to what they've already done, that's when they make a, a better episode, or at least something more interesting anyway. Yeah. Um, but were there any notable differences between the episodes? Um, uh, you go first. <laughs> um, so I've mentioned one already earlier, which is the, the stakes in Digimon are a lot higher again. That's true, yeah. Because of the life-threatening and danger thing, which you never get in Pokemon. Uh, um, and uh, also, I mean, uh, what was the other one? Oh, go ahead. You could argue that, you know... Like, for example, the bee drill or even falling off the cliffs was dangerous. Like, yeah. Those so things could have killed you. I get what you're saying, but, you know. It's not, like, to the same extent where it's hanging over the whole episode. That's true, yeah. It's more just, like, a, a quick thing that yeah, eventually goes true. away. Yeah. It's like, if it was Misty would have starved if they didn't get back in time because she had no food, then yeah. it would have been more of a, a scary episode. Right. But I think that Misty's quite resourceful and probably would have been fine anyway. She'll have a fishing rod or something. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's not the focus. Like, the danger isn't the yeah. The driving force. Yeah. The driving force in Pokemon was just reuniting. Driving force in Digimon was don't suffocate to death. Yeah, let's let's get some air. Let's do that thing. Um, the other thing I've got is that just I think Digimon did try and do a lot more with its character development, more than just, like... It's more about developing one character, which was Cody, so developing a bond between two people. Yeah. Like it did in Pokemon. But it was more about just the, the friendship that Misty and Meryl were making. Mm-hmm. So, like, Misty, I don't think, really changed as a character. She just kind of grew to, like, the Meryl yeah. that was in the episode. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, like, there were still, like, changes in dynamics and growth in both the episodes. It was always in the one episode as well. It's not really anything we've had hints at before or we'll probably see again mentioned. Yeah. Uh, we might do, might do in Digimon. I'm not sure. But yeah. it was all very sort of a self-contained kind yeah. of arc. Which was cool. I liked that thing. Yeah, it was, they did. it was very cool. There was a lot of water involved. Do you have any differences? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I mean... I was actually having trouble thinking of differences, so we'll just go with what you said. <laughs> we'll leave it then yeah Uh, so the final question which episode deserves the point uh i'm curious to see what you say first digimon because it was better no pokemon pokemon definitely gets the point why because it was more enjoyable there was more Mm. well i guess Uh, i mean i agree that i did enjoy pokemon more yeah neither episode was bad at all they were both pretty good episodes yeah i guess pokemon was just more fun yeah, my, my angle is that I enjoyed watching Pokemon more than I did Digimon, even though, yeah, yeah, I just enjoyed watching Pokemon more, so I think it should get the point. Like, it just felt more fun, it was nice, um, like, watching Misty learn to like Meryl, and, you know, them bonding, I thought that was sweet. So I liked that, I liked Pokemon yeah. more. Yeah, they were both basically pretty good quality episodes. Um, I think neither of them really pushed the boat out too much, so that's why they weren't like the best episodes ever or anything. Right. Um, but Pokemon just kind of, it just, it has its formula and it did it well. Mm-hmm. And Digimon kind of just didn't quite land it today, or this one. It was just a bit off with Cody. Yeah. I think they could have thought it through a bit more with exactly what they they wanted the the arc to be for him. Yeah. Because it, it was just a bit too whiny, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'll give Pokemon the point. Yay! It is close. It's close, but I did enjoy Pokemon more. Ooh. We have a unanimous Pokemon decision. So, 
That's one point to Pokemon. Which makes it... Oh, sorry, give me a sec. Uh-oh. Both of these were filler episodes, weren't they? Yes. No, yeah, Digimon but, wasn't, because they got Digimon an egg. Digimon wasn't. I'm got filling it. in the wrong bits of the spreadsheet. There we go. So tight. I fixed it now. And that makes the score, though. 10-6 to Pokemon. It's actually one of four episodes in a row. Wow. That's sad. <laughs> it's on a roll. On a roll. Because Digimon's just like, here's some weird stuff. Pretty much. Or some bad episodes. Yeah. Here's terrible characters in a wacky situation. Have fun. <laughs> just bad characters. <laughs> uh. I don't know if I know more about Ashoko or about Davis, Yoli, and Cody now. Uh, I Which think is... about the same, but is what you know about Davis and the group better or not great? I probably like Ashoko more than I like the Zero Two kids, which is saying a lot. Yeah, is it? Wow, yeah, it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> two members of Ashoko don't do much. Oh, yeah, that's true. Anyway, let's just close this one up then. And so, uh, next time we'll be discussing the 17th episodes, Ghost of a Chance, and Tanks a Lot. (laughs) I had a feeling you liked that one. Um, (laughs) And if you want to get in touch, just tweet at us, email at us, uh, or jump on our Discord to chat at us. Uh, word of warning, I'll probably be asleep. I'm very tired. Sleepy, sleepy, Stevie. All the time, I'll be asleep. Hey, but of course, a massive thank you to Cheese Eye for joining me today. Hello. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at my art blog on... at. at why do I keep saying on? <laughs> <laughs> my art blog is Cheese Eye236 on Tumblr. There we go. Or Moncast Discord. There we go. There we go. There we go. Just aggressively tell them to go to your art blog. <laughs> go to my art blog now! <laughs> you can aggressively click the link in uh, the links below. See the show notes? Yes. They're there, they exist. Uh, including the Moncast Patreon, where you get some cool stuff, like stuff. Like recordings of us being sleepy and yammering about random stuff. Yeah, that's what you get. Uncut episodes. Drawings, if you can be bothered to ask for them. <laughs> and that's most of it. I am planning other stuff. I'm considering something. Mm-hmm. If I can get it to work, I can make it nice and I like it. But we'll see. I'm just hinting things that will probably never happen, but maybe. Who knows? Thank you, patrons, for patroning. Pa- patroning. And, and until next time, good night. Bye! <laughs> Bye. And see you under the sea Darling, it's better down where it's wetter Take it from me Up on the shore, they work all day Out in the sun, they slave away While we devoting full time to floating under the sea <laughs> Next up is For Crying Out Loud Wait, that sounds like Fork Ryan quite loud <laughs> Uh, okay. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. It's a lot of Fork Ryan out loud? What? <laughs> I don't know. Just stab Ryan with a fork in public out loud. Do you, do you know someone named Ryan? What? I actually do know a Ryan. I know oh. three Ryans. Oh, wow. That's a lot of Ryans. I didn't realize, but I do know three Ryans. Nice. Finch, Harrison, and what's the last one? called Howarth. <laughs> and they, they all, all sound just like good Ryan names. And they all just got shout outs.
Awesome. <laughs> Two of them work for EE, one of them doesn't. You pick which one you think doesn't work for EE. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure all this the Ryans a- are very nice. <laughs> they are pretty good. They're pretty good Ryans. I'd rate them um, two Ryans out of three Ryans. Um, Too bad. Pretty good on the, the Ryan scale. Most Ryans are like maybe one Ryan out of three Ryans. So. How come the scale of Ryan is only out of three? Because I only have three Ryans to scale out of. But there's more than three Ryans in the world. You're going to judge an entire... But they could still be rated on the Ryan scale. True. So I could meet a new Ryan and they could be worth zero Ryans out of three Ryans. Yeah, but if you... I, I could rate them like zero Ryans out of all the Ryans, which would make them the worst Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that depends on what other Ryans are like. Why are we talking about Ryans? I don't know! <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Shall we stop that and just talk about Pokemon instead?